Hey JD Tribe and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by the Journal Deck, a 52 card deck where journal prompts meet oracle cards to bridge inspiration with action to help you live your best life full of self-care and personal growth, which is now available for pre-sale until July 31st. And we need your help to get fully funded and go to print. You can check out thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop to donate or shop. I'm your host and founder, Alyssa Cousins, and today we have Devin Strickler. She is a mother first and foremost, and from a young age, she knew she desired to be a mom, but she's also a wife and a boss. After some time in the army, she decided that the nine to five wasn't for her and that working for the man definitely wasn't for her either. She wanted to be accountable to no one else but herself or her family be able to draw lines, cut strings, and make decisions based on what she thought was right or wrong. She started entrepreneurship at a young age, around the age of 12, but it didn't really stick until a few years into her first marriage when she started up and successfully ran an equestrian center out of North Carolina. But as the universe always does, things shook up. She found herself going through a divorce with a newborn and working several jobs to make ends meet. She found herself miserable again, without any self-care, and she was alone. In short, she turned her mindset around, found the man of her dreams, left the 9-to-5 jobs again, and dove into what truly lit her up, divination. Since then, she has successfully ran Mystic Moon's Tarot for four-plus years, her newest shop, Love, Light, and Legacy, that's run by herself and her husband, and it's now celebrating its one-year anniversary this month of June 2017. For Devin, it's about inspiring herself first, inspiring her kids, inspiring her husband, and hopefully inspiring you because she believes that you can do anything. And with that, I welcome the lovely Devin. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. I wish I could just give all of you a big hug right now. Listening back to my bio is like, I don't know, I feel like a superhero right now. It's kind of <laughs> nice to feel, feel that boost of like, hey, yeah, this is great. But no, seriously, thank you so much for having me on. This is such a wonderful podcast. I actually just found you recently, so I was really happy by like the speed of finding you checking everything out, and then being asked to be on the podcast. It was kind of like a little mini dream come true. So thank you. Aww, yeah, I know. I felt. I feel like I. <laughs> it did happen really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we became best friends overnight. It was awesome. <laughs> I literally tuned in to one of your live Instagrams. And yes. that I was just like, I really dig her. And I'm pretty sure I also begged you to be my best friend like three times, so <laughs> that probably helped too. <laughs> yeah, you did. You're like, I'm pretty sure we should be best friends. <laughs> yeah, I was totally like vibing with the whole Step Brothers movie, and I was like, yeah, this is this is gonna happen. We're gonna have bunk beds, room for activities. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It was funny. I actually right before you you and I hopped on to do the interview today, I pulled a uh, an oracle card. It's a little prayer card actually by Tasha Silver, and. Uh, it was the prayer unfolding. And I was like, oh, how perfect is this? Like, it all really is just unfolding. So, mm-hmm. again, so much gratitude for having me on. It's really been a pleasure so far. Yeah, no, thank you. Honestly, 
I know we were jamming a little bit before we got on the on the recorded call here, but guys, just totally for some <laughs> yeah, for some context, guys, Devin. Um, Aside from doing, you know, all of her divination work and she does business coaching, I, I, I will give her a platform to be able to explain all that she does because she's like me. She does like a million things. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> yes, multi-passionate entrepreneur. I get it. But aside from that, um, obviously this is a deck, you know, this podcast is really inspired by a card deck, the journal deck. And Devin is super inspiring to me because she literally is like a total boss babe in terms of decks. She has, and I'll have her explain all of it, but her current deck right now is the I Am Power deck. So if any of you out there listening have that one or have seen it, that's actually her. She's the one that is like quietly behind the scenes. That's her. And I didn't even know that. And then I put the dots together and was like, whoa. And so it's really fun. I like to blow people's mind in like a super secret way. You do. You do. I was like, okay. Yeah. So guys. It's funny. I love that your podcast is based off of your deck and the deck is really on your end is really coming together. It's been really inspiring to watch kind of another, I, I love watching entrepreneurs like on un, like blossom, blossom into what they're coming into, into the spiritual community. And the I am power deck for me, not to like take over real quick, but I'm kind of inspired by it because it's also sitting, I pulled some cards from it this morning to help me too. Um, it really, this past, I would say six to 12 months, became like the facet of my life I mean not just business but like blending it all into one I just had a baby four months ago my four-year-old just turned four in April like I'm seeing him going off to college already you know all my moms out there can totally relate to what I'm going through and uh but no this deck has like really become kind of everything as far as inspiring my action with my business and my family and all that so it's going to be kind of fun I'm sure you and I are going to stay in touch while your deck comes into publication too to see how your deck really changes your own life as well for sure I I have such grand visions of this deck like what I want for it I mean I want like a workshop program attached with it like I want to be able to put this into people's hands to be able to go out there and do the light work themselves with it like I have so many visions um, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel you. Like, it, I just want it to have its own life, like you said. Like, just be its own entity. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, yeah. Totally. You just gotta give it the legs to stand on, and it looks like you're doing a good job so far. Yeah. We're, we're, we're working on that. We're working on it. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> do it. her and I are gonna be working together behind the scenes, so we got this. <laughs> yeah. But no, I was gonna say, so the I Am Power deck is actually, it is my second deck. I'll, I'll take a few seconds to talk about Yeah, myself. go for it. I already wrote her like three emails this morning, like, I don't know how to write a bio. How do I talk about myself? This is really weird. Let's talk about you. And I'm like, wait, no, it's her podcast. We need to talk about me. But anyways, the I Am Power deck is, um, it is my second deck officially. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be. It literally came from universal giving. Um, we were driving, my husband and I, on our one-year wedding anniversary out to dinner, and I just started, like, it was like Spitfire. I don't know if this is just an Aries thing or if it's just you and you're enlightened and, like, truly connected with your purpose thing, but I just had to start typing, and my husband didn't really think anything of it because I'm kind of always on my phone. Like, Instagram has to be 24-7 when you work the way you do as an entrepreneur, Uh, but I was actually on my memos, and I was literally just typing out I am affirmations, and I got down, I got 100 out, and then when we got to dinner, my husband was like, okay, what are you doing? Like, 
we are supposed to be in love right now. This is our wedding anniversary. And I'm like, I know, but I have this idea. And it's really funny because when I get into this idea mode, I kind of talk from the guy from uh, NCIS, I think it's NCIS, uh, the weird guy that always like cocks his head to the side and like talks in like really slow, funny, like short sentences. <laughs> and so I started doing that to my husband. I don't know, apparently maybe I was like, an NCIS agent in a past life or something, or a secret agent, but I started doing that, and he's like, oh, she means business. And anyways, at the end of our hilarious conversation and my interpretation of trying to be serious about things, uh, my husband helped me complete the deck, and uh, he did so by helping me with the affirmations and such. And I think by that night, if not the day after, I paid like $100 to get a prototype deck. Literally, I was like, I don't even care. This money is going to come back to me, which believe me, totally could have used it on groceries. Don't worry, the kids were fed. My husband and I just ate a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches that month. No big deal. But we bought this prototype deck. I started using it. It was just literally a blank deck with I am stamps on it in the sizing that I was thinking it was going to work in. I started using it in my business, which is already very successful with doing intuitive card readings and psychic sessions. And you can obviously see where it went from there. It's now sharing its one-year anniversary with our shop uh, being open for one year. And uh, it's hit over 2,000 copies, and it even went through a little revision just a few months ago, getting a brand-new box and some brand-new cards and stuff, too. And I really – got to put it out there. Brittany Burkhardt, she's the artist behind the Iron Power Deck. I suck at drawing. Like, God, spirit, universe – there's no path-like connection to artistry whatsoever. <laughs> I probably barely draw a circle. Like, it's bad. And, uh, and I was a preschool teacher at one time, so you think I would have gotten, like, the basics down, but no. And uh, so thank goodness for Brittany Burkhart. I don't even know how it happened. She, like, fell into my life, and I'm so blessed that she did because she's the amazing artist behind the beautiful custom watercolor images. Those are all one-of-a-kind images on our deck. And that's actually her handwriting in the deck. Uh, I didn't have the good technology at the time. I wanted it to be my handwriting. It didn't work out that way. So I said, all right, Brittany, you're going to be a part of this deck. So she actually hand-wrote all oh. of my I am statements for the cards as well. So that's not a font. That is someone's handwriting, which makes the deck even more personal and beautiful. But yeah. she's also the artist behind my up-and-coming deck, too, Tarot Fauna. And she's just amazing. So you can check her out as well over at BrittanyBurkhart.com. And she's an amazing mommy as well. Thanks for giving me time to Speak. I was like, oh, let me just like word vomit this all out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so cool. I think people love hearing, people love hearing stories. Thank so. you. Yeah, stories are good. It makes me think of Finding Nemo, though. With the, I think it's what the little octopus or no, the little sea turtle. He's like, this is gonna be good. I know it. Mm-hmm. Anybody heard? Mm-hmm. Again, moms out there. If you haven't but, seen Nemo, yeah. like, there's a problem. <laughs> right. You need to get your life together. I mean, seriously, it's super cute. <laughs> I make a lot of movie reference. So you guys could just bear with me there. But yeah, no, out of all the things that I do, I mean, I Am Power Deck has really become such a, a, a pinnacle, yeah. uh, and it really just marks everything that I do. I, you know, I also am a, a medium. I also am an intuitive. I also am obviously a mom and a wife, uh, but I do business coaching as well. I, I just like to think I'm on this planet to help people. That is my ultimate goal. I want mm-hmm. the good people to win and the bad people just to kind of go away. We're not really going to talk about them. I just want them to go away. Yeah. <laughs> the good people for the win. I think it's so, and you don't know this, but, um, and I'm t- going to tell you now, the same thing that happened with you when you were sitting in your car and you started writing frantically a hundred different affirmations, mm-hmm. I did the exact same thing with my journal prompts. 
Nice. That's awesome. I got the idea and I said the journal deck and it popped in my brain from, I 100% think I just channeled that. It just popped in from somewhere Mm -hmm. higher. And I said the journal deck. Journal prompts me to oracle cards. And I I got onto my computer and I was like, I wrote at the top on the Word document, journal prompts. And I just started typing frantically. And it took me only like a half hour. And I banged out like Mm -hmm. 60 journal prompts, like questions. That's when you know spirit speaking. It happens, guys. Anybody listening out there, it happens. You just got to be open to it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Seriously. Obviously, these are two examples now. I just, just like you did, I was just totally in the zone. I mean... I banged out 60 of them. Like, they just – granted, I do also yeah. do this for a living. Like, I do women's coaching. I'm a yoga teacher. Like, I'm always in this bubble of, like, this this creativity and inspiration and motivation and healthy living and wellness and all that jazz. But I really – like, they came out of somewhere for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. I didn't even know. I love that you're like, you didn't know this, but I'm going to share it with you now. Like, that is brilliant. That is amazing. It also could be something in the soil since we both do live in the same state. So maybe everyone just needs to move to Pennsylvania. (laughs) Come to Pennsylvania. We have Amish and creativity. Yes, we are the magical Quaker state. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, man, that's funny. (laughs) Oh, I just like feel like I'll have to meet you at some point. Well, it's already, yeah, I'm I'm already trying to roadmap in my mind, like, okay, we're going to make this work. Yeah. (laughs) We've got to say hi. It's very limited, the people I actually get to meet from the social media world, so when I do, it's like a big thing. Yeah, I know. It's so cool when it happens. Super cool. Okay, so let's jump into my first question, um, which is what I always ask people. question. (laughs) Yes. I always ask people this question. I love this question. And it's simply, what does self-care mean to you? Ah, this question. This is like... When I pulled up the question, so guys, in case you didn't know that she does send the questions out, but she doesn't want you to think too hard on them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pull it up, I'm going to look at it really briefly, and then I'm going to close it. But I'll be honest with you guys, because I think a lot of you need honesty from time to time. So I'm going to give it to you straight. I pulled this up, I saw this question, and I stared at it for like five minutes. And I'm like, what is self-care? But no, the reason I think that I did this was, this is such a... Right now in my life, again, coming post-baby of four months, uh, my marriage, my this is my new marriage, going to be last marriage. I already told my husband we're not effing this one up, but uh, we've been married now for a very happy two years, and he literally is the man of my dreams. Um, but at this point, at, at the marriage and this point with the kids and this point with my business, I really am finding my self-care again. And I think that's why I do always tend to go back to the I Am Power Deck because it's so to me now it's so easy to say well what is self-care i am self-care like me everything that's with what i do on a day-to-day basis i mean self-care for me can be something as practical as sitting down and watching like ink master or the walking dead like it sounds so weird and you may not ever put those two shows with me or anything else like reality tv but that can be self-care because sometimes like zoning out and droning out kind of the constant that my own mind or my own energy, the buzz that I have, uh, the not good buzz, um, really helps to kind of diffuse things. But then self-care can also be that morning affirmation time that I have or my morning meditation time that I have. So I kind of define self-care as literally just me. And I think 
for anyone listening, if you're kind of struggling with, well, what is self-care to me or what is self-care in general, look at what makes you feel, um, I would say, kind of fulfilled in a sense, like open and fulfilled. It's about kind of surrendering, not in a painstaking or hurting kind of way, but surrendering just to a place of being. Uh, so again, whether that being time is on the couch watching reality TV or out to dinner with family or sitting at your altar table or meditation place, um, talking to God or spirit, I think self-care is really um, kind of self-defined by the moments that you're living in. So hopefully that makes sense. That's what, that's what I think it is. It took me a little while to get there, but I think that's what it is. You just said self-care is defined by the moment that you are living in. Yes, completely. Mm, that's really nice. I'm, I'm so much about, and this is something, um, so I'm also the founder, creator of the tribe. So hashtag 3L tribe. Uh, it was funny. I just did a uh, Facebook live the other day and I explained what, what the tribe name meant to my tribe members. And they're like, Oh my God, I didn't know that. But 3L tribe, 3L love, light and legacy. It's my shop name. Everyone's like, Oh, now I get it. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay, guys. Don't worry. You already have the membership. You know, this wasn't a test. You're okay. We had a good laugh about it. But anyway, being a, I'm the founder, creator, leader, whatever you want to call it, really just sister to anyone that wants to show up to the tribe, um, we really dive into practical application of spirituality. So it's daily practices of simple spirit. And it's about bringing your spirituality, which really can be defined as self-care, too, to your day-to-day life, whether you're a busy mom, whether you're a mom of fur babies, whether you're single, whether you're newly married, going to get married, just got divorced, anything, male, female, child, adult, it doesn't matter. And um, so the tribe, you can go check that out at my website, too, lovelanelegacy.com. It's not exactly why we're here, but I love that you kind of, because I felt that. This is very much just I'm letting spirit kind of speak. I'm not, like, reading from a script or anything. So the second you were like, ooh, I really like what you said there, I was like, me too. I got the tingles. So yay, spirit. Uh, <laughs> it reminded me of what I'm doing with the tribe and, and our, our kind of, I guess, function for being a place of community uh, for people that want to kind of show up and, and really take their spirituality and self-care to the next level. So, yeah, thanks for Thanks for being, like, connected with me right there. That was perfect. Got mm-hmm. the good bumps together. Yeah, all of these people that I've had on my podcast, there are genuinely people that I, for some reason, was just like, I need to talk to you. Like, I like I want to yeah. talk to you. Like, there, you know, there's how many people on Instagram that I could reach out to? Oh. But so there's <laughs> certain people that, you know, you're just like, them. They're the one. Totally. No, I get that too. Yeah. That's why, again, going back to my, it was an Instagram live, I think. I saw you and I like literally squealed with excitement like it was Christmas morning. I'm like, you're on my Instagram account. Yay. <laughs> we should be friends. Sometimes yeah. I don't have a soldier, so sorry if I sound a little bit desperate, but it got us <laughs> to this point, so we're good. <laughs> so um, your work as, you, you know, you said you do work also as a medium and an intuitive, correct? Yeah. Okay. Correct. So what Okay, so for people who I think most people know what a medium is. I think yeah, most people, yeah. you know, they understand that that's like working with, you know, people who have crossed and being able to have that communication. 
But when you say intuitive, um, I think that's one of those terms that people who aren't as familiar with what I'll call the woo-woo world, um, <laughs> they're like, what is that? Like, you know, okay, okay. Yeah. you're you're just hyper-intuitive. Like, is this just like... Are you, you know, like, what is that? I don't get it. Like, couldn't anyone say that they're an intuitive? Like, what? Could you explain what you mean? Yeah, like, what right. is the work you do as an intuitive? Yeah, so you're absolutely right. You know, mediumship is more of a connecting or connection to the, the quote-unquote other side, uh, which can also pertain to spirit guides, ancestors, uh, past lives, higher self. So being an intuitive, I think, is, like you had mentioned, it's a little bit hard to describe. Uh, a lot of people, I think, get caught up on it, I, mostly because I think it's a quote-unquote label, and no one wants to be wrong when they're trying to define you know, a quote-unquote label. I try to use an intuitive or being intuitive as, a, as more of an umbrella term. Um, I started to really pick up my more of my mediumship work being a quote-unquote psychic, uh, was when I kind of made this kind of di- kind of divide between this is my medium, this is my psychic work, and this is my intuitive work. And so most of my medium work involves no sort of divination tool. It's literally just me, spirit, and channeling. But then my intuitive work involves some sort of tool. And most people would know an intuitive tool to be like a card deck, like tarot, mm-hmm. for example. Um, you did say, you know, somebody might think, well, can't everybody be intuitive? And to those people that are, like, trying to be sarcastic, I, like, totally always bounce back with, like, well, yeah, like, you're intuitive. Like, that's why you don't go down the dark alley at night to get robbed. Like, there are aspects of the human self that are completely tapped into intuition. And then there's just some people that like intuition more. It's kind of like reading or movies or games. Like, some people just don't like to read. Some people just don't like video games. Some people just don't want to connect to intuition in the intuitive nature that we all have as human or to spirit because whether they're scared or they don't feel competent with it, you know, whatever it might be. But all of us, yes, are very intuitive and we just have to come into it in our own way. So I claim to be an intuitive because, and again, umbrella word, I use cards uh, and sometimes other tools as well to channel uh, energy and spirit from both my higher self, a client's higher self if I'm reading for somebody, or messages from spirit. And now there's obviously two types of spirit. There's deceased loved one spirit, and then there's spirit, which I kind of use as the term for God, uh, just because some people, especially a lot of my clients, are very, um, well, not anti-religion, like I'm trying to make it sound like a bad thing, but they just had bad experiences with structured religion. So referring to the universe spirit as God kind of it almost gives them like a little sense of guilt or shame. Like they're not practicing something they should be because that's what society does. So spirit messages is God messages, goddess messages, universe messages. So anyways, bottom line though to answer your question because I'll start going on to all these other tangents is everybody is intuitive. I just make sure that I practice my intuition daily uh, through the use of card pulls and other tools for myself, as well as providing that as a service to other people. Hopefully mm-hmm. that answers that question. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, and I personally had never known until I went to a woman who, um, she called herself a medium. 
I had never known that there was such a thing as, um, you had said at one point, spirit guides. I had never heard of such a term. I, I thought that the people, you know, that are guiding you in your life, I always assumed, okay, well, those are people that were in my life, maybe my grandfather, like there are people that have passed. And she said, well, yeah, I mean, they might be with you, but you have these people that are really like, a, she said, assigned to you at birth. And these are like your yep. spirit guides and you don't know them at all, but they're there with you all the time. And they're kind of like this, you know, they're looking out for you and they, they, they know things. They are, have a lot of wisdom about your life. And um, I had never heard of that. So that was like mind blowing. And I was like, wow, I could sit and talk with my spirit guides for forever. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, and it's so funny because, I mean, there's so much kind of spiritual, I call it spiritual politics, um, just because, you know, in poli- you know, any sort of politics opinion, everybody's wrong, just as everyone's right, so it's kind of the same thing when you talk about spirituality, like, everyone has their different opinions on spirit guides, uh, everyone has their different opinion on, you know, loved ones that have crossed over, or is it really a crossing over, you know, there's so many different, everyone's got an opinion, I just like to try to be open to it all, but you are, I think, in my personal opinion, absolutely right, and especially the woman that you spoke with, we are assigned at birth kind of a, a, a kind of a spiritual tribe. I've even referred to that with clients really as a term. You have a, a tribe of spiritual people uh, that are on the other side. You can't see them. Your third eye can see them. Your intuition can feel them. But they're there backing you up, supporting you because you truly are never alone. So even if you don't necessarily believe in the big man upstairs, believe in the fact that you always have around you, uh, just surrounding you in a different kind of energy. But mm-hmm. I, I connect to spirit guides mostly as animals, which again, kind of gets into politics there. Some people think um, it's more like Native American-y and things of that nature to have like a totem animal power, animal spirit guide, that kind of deal. Uh, I just like to think I love animals and God, universe spirit knows me best. So instead of bringing me a person, they're like, here's a cute fluffy fox. And I'm like, I'll listen to you, fox. You come with great wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody's a little bit different. Um, but no, it, it's really fun to find out um, kind of what's there for you, what's spirit is giving you so if you've never heard that you had a spirit guide before i'm telling you right now we both are you have a spirit guide it's not multiple and uh and it's something that you can tap into more with your own intuition as well as with some sort of mentor either a psychic a medium intuitive uh, mm-hmm. anything of that nature but yeah totally fun spirit guides are their ba just bottom line right there their ba there's no bias with them so they totally will always treat you right do you right and support you right now, are spirit guides mas- male or female, or do they not have a gender? So, see, that's an interesting question. And, again, it could go into politics there. So I'm going to say, in my personal opinion, it's actually both. I have read for many clients that have a kind of non-gender-based guide. It is soul, pure energy. And typically, mm. that non-gender guide is even more powerful than something that might be kind of below it, like a, not anything below it necessarily of, um, how would I say, of like, the quality, if you will, but that it's just an, an even uh, closer extension to spirit, universe, God, if mm-hmm. you will. So some people, I think, have that. And then I also feel like some people do get actual 
like an animal guide that might be male or female. And then, of course, I also believe, too, that your own family or ancestors can be spirit guides as well. It doesn't always have to be an animal, for example. So then, of course, too, you also have gender there. Uh, There's personal opinions, uh, a tendency that a lot of females, if you're female in life, you'll get a lot of male-guided spirit energy, spirit animal energy or spirit guide energy, Mm -hmm. and vice versa for the males. We're all made up of male and female energy, mm-hmm. and most of us, we operate through our kind of one of those energies, and really that's not about gender, it's just about the style of energy that a female and a male gives, and so female energy in life tend to need more of the male energy to receive, to activate, to get kind of into that confident role, mm. as far as males who have more of that already in life need more of that nurturing, compassion, oh. emotional sensitivity. So yeah, so fascinating. I'm so curious then why that's so curious because I constantly seem to pull women every time I do a reading. Someone's telling me there's women with me or a woman, and now I'm like, wait, so I need to, I need to, maybe I need to step more into, and I like to think I'm pretty in tune with my feminine energy, but maybe I, maybe there's something I don't know. So literally right before we finish out, you guys, the listeners, probably didn't catch it because she's awesome, but we actually did get hung up on, and uh, when we jumped back on, I waited for her to call me, and I was, <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, okay, spirit, someone on the other side for you literally hung up the song. Like, that's sometimes spirit likes to play with technology. Totally true. Something else that I do in our spare time, as opposed to going on date nights, my husband and I actually... Um, we do paranormal investigations, so we're very aware of spirits affecting technology like cell phones and cameras and stuff like that. So literally, you got hung up on by a spirit, and we were joking about it. We started talking about it before we came back on the recording, but they had mentioned um, that I felt that there was a not necessarily older female energy attached, not attached like in a negative way, but with you, uh, but not necessarily young. It was this kind of... Uh, middle ground between like a motherling energy and a, a mentor teacher energy and you had already confirmed with it before we popped back on to record and to continue with the podcast but some people they are presented a guide um that isn't necessarily with what they kind of need as far as like your female so maybe you would get more male energy but they're faced with kind of a mirror image of themselves they're given a guide whether it's an ancestor or a family member, that is what they need to be looking at right now. So maybe that'll help you. Her and I, we also said we would totally talk about this even more in like a private uh, reading perhaps here in the future. But I would take that to heart. And anybody else listening, if you feel like it's kind of the same thing, like I don't know why I've been told numerous times I have like this spirit around me, as opposed to asking why the spirit came for you, ask why you brought this spirit to you Mm. kind of asking from that first person perspective and look at it more like a mirror an image even if you don't know who it is that's there for you uh, because it's probably something that's going on in your life even if it's been a few years that the spirit has been with you hey life lessons they don't always happen in a weekend you know sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes a few years so that would be my recommendation to start with and of course journal about it automatic writing journaling perfect way to find all the answers that you need Ooh, I'm just, I hope everyone else is totally feeling this conversation, (laughs) because I am. It's totally good. It's like, it's vibing. It's really, really good. And it's funny. I'll start with you really quick, too, and then I'm sure I forget that you're asking me questions 
been such a great girl talk already. But the um, the I am cards that I pulled for the session today before we jumped on, and I was getting chills because as I was finishing out that last little bit that I was telling you about the mirror and looking at yourself and all that, and I looked back down and I read the cards, which really I thought were pulled for me, but they're really pulled for I mean, anybody here listening, really, but specifically, too, with your instance of what we just didn't kind of encounter with spirit. Uh, we have I am teacher. <laughs> I am vulnerable. I know. I am teacher. I am vulnerable. And I am open. And we literally were just talking about how this is a mother but more mentor teacher energy. This is a vulnerable place uh, in your life, so to speak, because you're doing all these new things and you're coming into new areas of your life, both spiritually and as a human. But also, talking anytime with spirit is kind of a vulnerable thing. You know, why are they here is kind of the biggest question we all have. Um, but looking at this not from a, a bad vulnerability state, but from a strength, they're here to help you. And of course, you got to be open to receive, yeah, right? Yeah, that feminine. Messages. Yeah, you can't get messages if your phone uh, voicemail is full. So it's time to delete all of the old stuff and really be open to who's here for you today. Mm. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I didn't know I was going to be getting a reading. No, Sorry. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I love that people that are listening, they get to see what you do. It's raw and real, guys. <laughs> yeah. So if you want a reading, go find her. Like, I'm going to, you know, yeah. I'm I'm going to have, yeah, I'm going to yeah. have all of her info, you know, in her show notes, and you'll be able to do the exact same thing that she's doing with oh, me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. So, like, let's bring it back around. Woo! Okay. Um, yeah. Hopefully Spirit won't be as rude with you guys though and hang up the phone on you. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I would love to know um, three of your favorite self-care practices, rituals that you have, any tips that you have that you would want to share. Go. Perfect. Okay, so number one is coffee. And I know a lot of people probably just cringed out there. So, hey, if you're a non-coffee lover or drinker, tea, water, anything like that also works. But this is why it works for me. You know, that is my get up in the morning. I don't get up in the morning because I need coffee. I get up in the morning because I literally started setting my alarm to wake up anywhere between 20 to 10 minutes before the kids, before the hubby, before the day. I mean, I'm actually up like as the sun's rising and the birds are chirping. It sounds very like Snow Whitey, but you know, (laughs) hey, again, take it back to Disney. Disney got something right. So there's something about like, Brewing something for me, and I have a Keurig, so I'm kind of a cheater in that aspect of coffee, and I don't make the richest coffee. It's more of just like a nostalgic thing, but I'm able to make this, and sometimes it's hot cocoa or tea. I won't lie to you either, Um, but I can sit down, and I can just kind of enjoy, and those 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 7 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it might be before the kids wake up, it feels like an hour in a good way. Like I, again, it goes back to mindfulness and being present in your literally present situation and it just gives me that like okay this is what I'm going to do today this is how I'm going to take on today you know it's Monday I got to pay the bills or you know it's back to school time for my toddler or I've got three clients today and I, you know maybe there's a message that spirit wants me to bring forward right now I can't tell you how many times spirit does not like to wait until the appointed time to talk to clients and they're bringing me messages at like, you know, at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, but that is my first kind of self-care practice. I'm giving myself, I am allowing myself, and I'm making time for it. That's the big thing. For that, anywhere from 20 to 10 minutes. You know, because sometimes I like to hit the snooze button. That's self-care, too. 
uh, for me. So that would be number one. Okay. Um, number two is malas. I love me some malas with hand-knotted intention and 108 affirmations. Uh, I won't lie to you. I, I am a mala maker, again, of the many things that I do. Um, I don't meditate 108 times with my mala every day. I mean, that would just be a little crazy when I have the four, the four kids, uh-huh. the four-year-old, the four-month-old. Oh, God, I'm, like, premonishing having more babies. No, no. Um, <laughs> no more babies. Uh, but I take time to have that time of prayer and devotion and affirmation and mantra and it's just such a good spiritual time and I do try to do that every day sometimes I even include it into that uh, coffee time if you will that kind of just quiet no tv nothing on just listening to whatever noise spirit wants to bring to my attention um so I'll grab one of the malas that I have again I make malas but I keep a few for myself and I'll just wear it I'll hold it in my hand or set it out I have a little intention plate in my kitchen and uh and I just I'm with that energy so number two would definitely have to be mala usage having a tool that you either buy having the energy money is energy bought it with the energy of using mm-hmm. for self-care practice and and help and release and support um Number three would be my deck. Like, I hate to bring it all the way back to my deck again, but it always goes back there. Yeah. Um, the I Am Power deck, you know, I, I literally named it that way because if you say it kind of fast, it sounds like empower. So I Am Power, empower. Mm. Um, it yeah. is that. It empowers you. I know, right? Did you like that? Saw what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is, it is literally um, such a, again, pinnacle to my day-to-day. It's easy. I can shuffle the cards up. And I can draw a card, and I can be just immersed in spirit energy. And even if you, even if you don't feel spiritual, you can still, it's a positive affirmation. Um, you know, we can shuffle a card up and pull, and it's going to give you what you need for that day to focus on. And it's, sometimes it's even like a little, just a little bit of support, like a hug from the other side or from your day or from, again, spirit itself. So, uh, again, having things, you know, sometimes people need things to, like have like a material thing in order to show up to it's kind of like if you want to lose weight and get healthy you buy the personal trainer or you buy the fitness program because then you have a guideline you have something to utilize same thing so if anybody's out there again I always turn this back around like pose it to the listeners but if anybody's out there and you're like what can I do like how can I it's like waking up 10 minutes seven Sorry, sleep is a spiritual practice. I'm not waking up 10 minutes earlier. That's fine. You sleep in as much as you want to sleep, babe. But if you need something, try to let yourself be open, be curious about a spiritual tool coming into your life, something material, which could easily be your deck, too. The journal deck is, I think, going to be a great self-care tool. I mean, that's really what it's kind of inspired by as well. Yeah, I hope so. foundation is that. Yeah, so, heck yeah, get some pre-orders on, guys. There you go, right there. Set the intention. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I think, I do think I channeled them in some way to be able to help people. So, I 100% think that these are, in my mind, 100% rooted in self-care. Is at the base of this brand. 100%. Your self-care has to become your second nature. Mm -hmm. Self-care can't just be a passing thought. Or, you know, I should do this today. It should really become um, an, an open aspect of your highest good. Self-care brings your highest good. Anybody out there looking for purpose, anybody out there looking for path, start with self-care. That is your bus stop. Mm. That might be your quote for this episode. Right? I think that will be. That was a good one. Yeah. But it's 
I'll be here all day. Thanks, guys. Another good one. <laughs> that was all spirit, so you got to give it the spirit again. Thank you for letting me channel that. That was a good message. <laughs> okay, your last question is, since this is the journal okay. deck, I would love to know, um, do you have a journaling practice? What does that look like? Like, why do you do it? When do you do it? How often do you do it? Just kind of anything that you want to say about your journaling practice. So I'll be completely honest because honesty is the key. I did not like this question. I was like, uh, why? And then I'm like, why am I on a podcast for journaling? And I know you're like, oh God, like what is, should I cut off her mic right now? No, I'm sure you're not thinking that, but it's funny. I, you know, I never, okay. I used to journal, then I stopped. Then I felt guilt about not journaling. Mm -hmm. Then I felt really empowered by journaling. And now I've really just kind of come full circle and I understand what journaling means to me. So give you a really short, brief background. Uh, I was in the military at one point. I was in the Army. I had some not nice things happen to me when I was in the military, which really um, decided my fate as a part of, okay, I'm going to get out. I'm going to honorably discharge. None of this left for me. I'm done. And before I was able to get out honorably, I had to deploy to Haiti during Operation Unified Response, uh, which is when the major earthquake happened there years ago. And while I was there, I actually was a big part of my spiritual where I am now, but that's a story for another podcast. Um, but while I was there, I started journaling, and I was going through a lot of grief and shame and a whole bunch of other emotions. And of course, I can feel all of that, like I'm getting the shakes right now thinking about it because it was just such an impactful time in my life. But so I'll try to keep it sort of good emotion so I don't get all weepy on here, on here with you. But uh, I started journaling, and it was a my journal kind of became a declaration of who I was and who I was struggling to become and all of the things that I had feared, all of the shame that I had had, all of the um, letdowns and put-downs that society and my coworkers and things that had happened to me, again, without getting into big specifics. A lot of people do know this aspect of my life, but, again, save it for another time. Uh, later, when I found this journal, I came back from my deployment, and uh, I opened up this journal, and I went to a page where I had written about my mother. My mother had passed away of cancer in 2008. Uh, literally, she had passed away two months before I went to basic training for the Army. And I had written this letter to her in my journal, and then days later I had gone back to that journal, to that page, and I was so mad. And I wasn't very spiritual at the time. I was struggling a lot with faith. And I took a Sharpie marker, and I kid you not, I crossed out the entire thing, and I wrote a note literally to myself that was like, you're stupid, your mom's dead, you shouldn't be writing to her, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Lots of anger, lots of anger. And mind you, I had just turned 21 when I was deployed in Haiti. I actually turned 21 literally. I was like guard shack duty. It was midnight, and I was in the pouring rain, and I was celebrating my birthday. It was not exactly the best time. Um, but anywho, that journal entry right there that I later found again, again, when I came back from deployment, that was what cracked me wide open. I could not believe that I did that to myself. Now, I was grateful for the space to let that anger out because who knows where that anger could have been directed. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized, again, that that journal became a declaration. So that was kind of my first official journal. I had lots of pages in it. I wrote, I was going through, I was um, not married at the time, but I was engaged and we had tons of issues. It was bad. And I had read through some of those pages briefly and I could just, I was like, who was I? Like, who was I writing this? This was ridiculous. Like, I am stronger than this. Like, I shouldn't let a man, like, control me this way. Like, it was crazy to think about and to read all these things that my, at that time, present thought was right or was going through. 
I later ended up burning the journal uh, in a good way. Like, right, I'm releasing this energy. Universe, you take it, you turn this around. It's time to recycle and renew. And I kind of vowed to myself at that point, I'm not going to keep a journal for declaring anymore. Because even though it was good at that time in my life, it's not good anymore. I need to now learn to not just let emotions out, but to let them out and then process them. I shouldn't just let them out and then just let them sit there. Because that's all those journals were. It was a cry for help, really. Mm. So now that I journal, um, I literally keep is nothing fancy. I got it from like CVS when I needed some Sharpie markers. I was like, hey, there's a spiral notebook. I'm going to start journaling again. There's no lock on it. There's no nothing. It's not leather bound or anything. And when I'm inspired, I write. And a mm-hmm. lot of the times it's about my kids. A lot of the times it's about blades of grass and their meaning, their purpose in life. I share a lot of mindfulness in the journals that I do. And now I've started sharing a little bit of those uh, in my Instagram. I'll do them in my captions. And funny story, quick again, I'm actually reading a book. And the book is hopefully going to be released here in the next few months. Uh, It's 108 basically journal entries that are kind of, they're revised into a book, if you will, uh, written by me uh, from mindful moments in my life uh, that will help you be more mindful in your life. So Mm. journaling has become, it was a love-hate. It was like a sibling rivalry, if you will. And uh, so I'll be honest, I don't do it every day, but I do it when the time is right. I don't do it every day. I don't do it every day. I don't do it it every day. People think I do every day, and I don't. I'm like, no, I don't. When I feel inspired. I shame about it. Yeah. Exactly. It's... I, I think anything in self-care, any anymore, even meditation, everything we, we should all over it and we're like, I should do this every day, I should journal every day, I should mm-hmm. meditate. Um, bleh. Like, n- no. But that's not the point no. of self-care. Yeah. You're like missing it when you start making it a to-do list rather than an I want to do. You know? Exactly. Completely agree. Yeah. And that's why... I started off with, I hated this question. I did not like this question because it brought up that guilt, you know, mm-hmm. that shame in me. And then I realized who I was talking to. And I was like, okay, this is why I said yes to her. Because mm-hmm. I, I already figured, I was like, she probably doesn't journal every day. Let's no. be honest. She's a spiritualist. She knows what's up. And it's true. And you just, you know, kind of exclaim that as well yourself. And I think for your listeners, it's so important because I think when you're starting off on any, any journey, really, but your spiritual journey you think that this is the way things have to be. In order to be connected in whatever way you're looking for connection, you have to do A, B, C. And it's not. It's like a whole mix of the alphabet. So thank you for even admitting that too. Like, no, you don't have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. For sure. Thank you for explaining your story too because I think journaling has a different mm-hmm. meaning to a lot of people. And for some, it's out of grief and a need of a safe space. And for some, it's just to brain dump all of their thoughts. For some, it's a place where they get creative sparks. And for some, it's just, you know, where they just, I don't know, like they just feel the need to write on a piece of paper the thoughts that are in their brain. It's So it's it means something different exactly. to all kinds of people. And so it's always good to hear the different perspectives. So I appreciate that. Heck yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. So let's do a, a last couple of really quick First thing that comes to your brain, as succinctly as possible, rapid-fire questions, okay? Okay. Okay. Sure, got it. (laughs) If you had to describe self-care in one word or feeling, it would be? Compassion. Good one. Thanks. (laughs) In terms of (laughs) self-care, I could be better at? 
Understanding my worth. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting juicy on this one. Hey, intuition speaking, man. It's just boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it's rapid fire. Uh, I, I was nervous. You're like, we're going to do rapid fire questions. I'm like, oh, God, I'm not I'm good with short and sweet. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's see here. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Milk every day. I love milk chocolate. <laughs> Super interesting. Totally milk, chocolate. milk chocolate. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. 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 World. Bath or shower? Shower. Physical book or ebook or audible? Physical. No, physical every day. I like the smell of a book. Yeah. Cool. And let's see here. Last one. This one might be hard for you, but I'm going to ask. Do you have a favorite crystal? And if so, what is it? No, this is not hard at all. I like how you thought it would be. Smoky Quartz is my man every day, all day. My tall, dark, and handsome. My there for me during the night. My there for me during the day. I love me some Smoky Quartz. I've got it everywhere. I actually have a few sitting with me right now. Um, Smoky Quartz, just to give a quick background, I know it's supposed to be rapid fire, but you, know, you can't leave the description like that. But Smoky Quartz is a great, uh, it's a great stone of intuition. It's protective. Uh, but the emotional healing properties of smoky quartz, I don't know if it's especially because I'm an Aries or I'm just kind of more of an A-type personality, it, it really brings me, not in necessarily an earthy grounding way, but just back to reality. And mm. uh, it's really a great stone to help me remind myself of my worth, take off that guilt, release any of that shame, and really just be who I'm supposed to be. Uh, I'm good about being authentic. But I'm also, I struggle with the, um, I call it the authenticity guilt, where you're trying to be as open as possible, but then you're like, oh, I've got all these doubts over here too. So Smoky Quartz kind of balances it all out for me. Perfect. Great description. Okay. Yeah. So this is the opportunity where we've already talked a lot about what you do for a living. And you know now I would love yeah. for you to be able to tell listeners where they can find you on all of the fun platforms perfect so i'm everywhere no um but i am i'm a little bit of everywhere uh so if you the best way to get a hold of me uh, as far as on a social media platform is to follow i call it my personal uh, account it's really the foundation of all my other instagram accounts because i do have quite a few instagram accounts uh would be mystic moon underscore tarot so at mystic moon underscore tarot uh late last year uh my husband and i we opened up our own shop love light and legacy that does have its own instagram account that's kind of become the main hub of our family uh we are trying to promote you know sharing out love living in your light and of course learning that you are leaving behind a footprint you're leaving behind a legacy so lovelightandlegacy.com is where all of my stuff is kind of centralized you can buy the i am power deck there you can book sessions with me there i make both custom malas as well as I make a mala and post it so that it's already made to order. You just buy it uh, or pre-made, if you will. Um, so all my malas are there. We do meditation tools like altar tables and meditation benches and more. And sometimes I even wholesale for other small businesses that I love, trying to promote their businesses. And I do that through my website as well. So to get in touch with me on more of like a social media, I just want to see more of you guys kind of thing. Mystic Moons underscore tarot on Instagram. I'm also on Periscope for the live broadcasting. Same uh, handle right there. But then to do any of your shopping, really it's at Central Hub of LoveLightAndLegacy.com. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. And 
literally anybody can reach out anytime. I do stay fairly swamped when it comes to emails and direct messages, uh, but I absolutely pride myself on putting you first, whoever you might be, whoever's listening. Um, so if you genuinely have a question, uh, I will I will always try to answer it. And if I, and this is another big thing, if I can't answer a question, because guys, I am not a guru. The only guru in life is Google. Google knows everything. Uh, I will find somebody to uh, talk to you or to answer your question. So feel free to direct message or email anytime. Perfect. Well, ththank you, Devin, so much for doing this and for you know, honestly, like doing like a reading pretty much right now on this live yeah. podcast and giving everyone, <laughs> the, yeah, the opportunity to see what you do and just have this really beautiful conscious conversation about all of these amazing um, skill sets that you have and that I think will really inspire a lot of people to explore that side of themselves. So thank you. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you guys all for listening. It's been really, really wonderful. Perfect. All right, guys. So that is a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight brought to you by The Journal Deck, which is now available for pre-sale along with our exclusive JD Mala necklace until July 31st. So this is where you guys come in. Purchasing, donating. If you believe in this deck, then your support is greatly appreciated. You can simply go to thejournaldeck.com forward slash shop to do so. And the best place to stay connected during our journey to getting fully funded is to join us over at the private Facebook group, which is amazing, called Journals and Journeys, where I'll be keeping you in the loop of our sales goal and when we're shipping, all of that fun stuff. I'm doing lots of mindfulness challenges. And honestly, I just cannot wait for all of you guys to get a hold of one of these decks in your hand. Until next time, I'm Alyssa Cousins signing off for the journal deck. Music by Lee Rosevere.